Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. So glad, so glad you're here to celebrate with us, whether you've been a long time Chase Oker or maybe you're uh, here for the first time. Really, really glad you're here. And I want to welcome everybody, not only at Legacy, but also at Woodbridge, that location at Sloan Creek, at Richardson, in Espanol, everybody online right now, wherever you are. And I also want to uh, welcome all the kids in the room because normally, you know, the kids zone is going and it's so cool to have kids in the room. So let's all welcome the kids in the room right now in uh, whatever room you're in. And kids, I want you to do something for me. So on the count of three, you don't do it now, but on the count of three, I just want you to say, I'm pretty awesome. Now, I'm not talking about me. You know, I say Jeff's pretty awesome, but like you say, I'm pretty awesome, right? Get it? All right, so one, two, three, I'm pretty awesome, because you are. God made you that way. In fact, he made you totally awesome. And, and the truth is, life is just so much better with kids. Everything is better with kids, but that's certainly true at Christmas. Uh, Christmas is just lame without kids. Like, it's awesome with kids. I was, uh, this uh, weekend, was at Chick-fil-A, shocker, and... And at the particular Chick-fil-A I was at, the Christmas cow showed up. Pretty awesome, right? But adults, they were just kind of pushing the Christmas cow to the way to get to the ketchup. But little kids, right, were just like looking with wide-eyed wonder because kids have the ability. Of, they just Kids have that, that ability to, to see things, to see the wonder, to see the mystery, to see the magic of things. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been in a gift exchange like around Christmas for people exchanging gifts with no kids. It's just adults. Oh, it's so boring. Like like they're they're wrapping, you know, they're they're being really careful about unwrapping as if they're going to use the wrapping next year. And they say things like, oh, yes, that's great. I thank you very much. I've always wanted one of those. It's lovely. You know, that kind of thing. But but kids just get in there, right, make a mess and rip everything up. And and they look at, at the tree and the thing with wide eyed wonder. Same thing with hearing the Christmas story, which is the reason we're here. That's what we're celebrating, the most incredible, outrageous thing ever, that God chose to come here to connect to us. And he came as a little baby and grew up and died on the cross for sin and rose from the dead. I mean, it doesn't get any crazier than that. But as adults, it's easy to lose the wonder of that. And because we've heard this story before, most of us, and it's easy to kind of listen to it with a yawn, whereas kids, like, maintain that wonder And they see it for what it is. Albert Einstein once said this, and he's, you know, a pretty smart guy. The most beautiful thing we can experience is the mysterious. It is the source of all true art and science. He to whom emotion is a stranger who can no longer pause to wonder and stand wrapped in awe is as good as dead. His eyes are closed. It it is so easy especially as adults, to live with eyes closed to wonder. And he's right. And today we're we're talking about how we can open our eyes to wonder because if we don't, we'll miss out on so much. I I experienced that last week. I was in Colorado and there was a snowstorm up in the mountains. It snowed 32 inches while we were there, which was great for skiing. But I almost missed the wonder of it. I was excited about the fresh snow for skiing, but because I was getting ready for this talk, I, I kind of woke up to the, the opportunity. And so in that storm, I prayed, God, open my eyes to see the wonder of this. And at this point in the storm were these big flakes of snow coming down everywhere. And, and when you look at that and see it for what it is, right, every single snowflake that has ever, like throughout history, 
is unique. Not one has ever been alike. Trillions and trillions and trillions. God's creativity is amazing. The way he created you. Kids, remember when you said, I'm pretty awesome? He made you unique. No kid is like you. And, and for me, it became this worship moment that I could have easily missed if, my, if God didn't help me be open to wonder. Or let's think about your hand. Right now, just look at your hand, like the back of your hand. Just look at it. You're probably pretty familiar with your own hand, right? Uh, one of my friends from Alabama is a medical doctor. And when he, when he went into medical school, he was not a Jesus follower. In fact, he was very skeptical about God and the Bible and Jesus and the whole thing, thought it was kind of ridiculous. And just not really, not open to any of that at all. But in medical school, he was studying the human hand. And as he studied the human hand and saw just how it was made and how it's all connected together and how it works, he came to the conclusion, God just kind of opened his eyes, but he came to the conclusion, there's no way this could have just evolved like this. That there has to be an intelligent designer. There has to be a creator, which opened him up to see something bigger. And he found God and is now a very strong Jesus follower because of it, because his eyes were open. And my prayer for us this Christmas, as we're about to read the Christmas story again, is that God will give us fresh eyes and fresh ears to see and to hear and to feel the wonder of it. Because there's a lot at stake, because God responds to openness. And so let's just right now, just real quick, just ask God in your heart, just say, God, open my eyes to wonder. And as we see, as we read the story, I want you to to also not not just see it yourself, but also through the eyes of these characters, the angels, the shepherds, Joseph and Mary, feel and hear the wonder. Here's the story. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, "Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those whom his favor rests." And when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Do you feel the wonder in that? And you know, one of the interesting parts of that story is not the people who were there. I mean, that was surprising. It was like shepherds that the angels appeared to. But why appear to shepherds? Why not? I mean, you would expect people to be there like the religious leaders, like they would be the VIPs if God is taking on human form and coming into the world, but they weren't there. The angels didn't appear to them. You know why? I think because the religious leaders wouldn't have been open. They would have had a million reasons why God doesn't show up like that. He's not going to come to as a baby. He's not going to come to a poor family. He's not going to be in a you know, trough, in a manger, right? That's just not going to... They wouldn't have even noticed what was happening, but the shepherds were open. And therefore, they got to experience the miracle. And they, and they got to be part of that. And that's what's at stake for you and me, too. Because God responds to openness. He, he responds when our eyes are open, when we have faith, when we're expectant. One time when Jesus grew up, he was doing ministry and, you know, he went around doing miracles and everything. But we're told this in Matthew, that in one particular place, it said, And Jesus did not do many miracles there because of their lack of faith. 
Because they weren't open, God just chose not to do very much. If they'd been open, he would have done a lot. Because God responds to openness. And the same thing is true with you and me. Paul in 1 Corinthians says this, lets us know that this reality is true for us 2,000 years later. What no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. What God is saying is, guys, you, you just can't believe what I have prepared for you. I mean, it's so big, nobody's ever thought of this. Nobody's ever seen it. Nobody's ever conceived it. Nobody's nobody's ever even imagined all that I have prepared for you. And notice it's already prepared. It's imagine a Christmas tree, right? With all these unwrapped gifts under the tree that God has in mind for you, the things he wants to do in your life, the things he wants to do through your life, the the miracles, the the moments, the, the revelations, the insights, all waiting to be open. And all God asks is that we open up our lives to him to receive all that he has. And so this Christmas, what I want us to to do, and we're going to pray here in just a moment, in light of all that God has prepared, is I want us to rip into those packages, all that God has prepared. And as we pray, for some of you, we're all at different places, you know, in our relationship with God. For some of you, you may be like my friend when he was in medical school. And just, you know, just say, I'm not sure about this whole thing, kind of skeptical. And you've got some good questions. I get it. But I'm going to challenge you just to pray kind of a dangerous prayer. And that is, God, open my eyes to the possibility of you. If you're there, just open my eyes to the possibility of you. Help me see you. And for those who may be a little further down the road, maybe you're ready to open up your life to God and all that God wants to do in your life. That's why Jesus came to connect with you, to relate to you. And you can begin a relationship with God by just saying yes. That's why Jesus died on the cross to take the penalty for sin. He rose from the dead. He's alive. He wants to come into our life, begin to change us, forgive us, and make us new. And, and you can just say at this Christmas, perfect time to begin a relationship with him by just saying yes, God. And for others of us who've maybe taken that step, an opportunity this Christmas to say, God, I don't want to live small. I don't want to miss all that you have for me. The, the things you want to do in my life, the things you want to do through my life, all that you prepared, God, help me be just way open to you, more than I've ever been. I just open up my heart to you. And I believe God will respond to all those prayers. And kids, just keep being open like you are to all that God has for you. Because he loves you and he's prepared so much for you. Let's bow our heads together. Father, thank you that you love us and that you want so much for us. It's already ready. It's already prepared. But you do ask that we open up our lives and our eyes to see. And so, Father, right now, just wherever we're at, God, help us open up our eyes to see you our ears to hear you, our lives. God, just open us up more to what you want to do in and through our lives. Father, I pray this Christmas would be just a major turning point for a lot of us to be significantly more open to you than maybe we've ever been in our lives. And I know that you'll respond. And thank you that you are good and you gave everything so that you could give everything to us. In Jesus' name, amen.